Tell me something, Crosshair. This new empire. Are we making the galaxy better? We're soldiers. We do what needs to be done. Well, you know what makes us different from battle droids? We make our own decisions, our own choices. And. We have to live with them, too. I'm not saying the CW is bad. What I will say is it is the one network to receive zero Critics' Choice nominations. (laughs) You are saying it's bad. We're on your least favorite network! How did that happen? Nominate yourselves next time, you'll have one! No one will think it's weird, they'll think it's fine. If you were a normal viewer of the CW, this is a startling image to be seeing on your television right now. What day is it? Hey, hey, it's Wednesday. Good morning, welcome to Wednesday. Are you sure? Wednesday! Yeah, Wednesday. Oh, what a great day. Are are we getting close? Close to what? Close to what? The weekend. The weekend. All in due time. All in due time. Oh, well. While you're waiting, let's put on a show. Let's get the show started. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, 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 what is going on? My name's Hartzell, and this right here is your KC Mo-Wo. baby. Y'all hear that? Hear the rain in the background? Yeah, here we are, day three in the car. The car seat chronicles, we're going to call this thing. The crib's still getting renovated, I guess, I don't know. Got a bunch of folks doing a bunch of manual labor, and while I appreciate it, I sure as hell can't do it. So once again, it's you and me in the front seats recording some audio, which kind of reminds me. Y'all remember that show, Taxi Cab Confessions? That show got me through a lot. And while there's not a ton of similarities with that show and this show, you know, we are recording in a car, and I am a little wet this morning, but on the show today, we revisit our conversation with the great Tom Kane, Kansas City's own Tom Kane. In my opinion, the greatest voiceover artist of all time. He has voiced some of my favorite characters, probably some of yours. You've heard his voice probably more times than you even know. I am someone who loves animation. Kitty and I, we're watching some kind of cartoon or something literally every single night. I fall asleep to Star Wars, Clone Wars. Some of my favorite stories of all time have come from animation. And for some reason, at least in this country, I feel like animation doesn't get the credit that it deserves, at least not at large. And I think that's a shame. And a couple years back, I got a chance to hang out with Tom Kane when I was co-hosting with Scott Parks on 98.1 here in Kansas City. And unfortunately, back in 2021, towards the end of 21, 
Tom suffered a stroke and he was forced to retire. So this moment that we got a chance to share, it means so much to me, the world to me actually, because he doesn't do any of this anymore and he's just a wonderful person. And The Bad Batch, the new Star Wars show, the animated series on Disney Plus, he's actually listed in the credits for season two of The Bad Batch, new episode drops today actually. Now when I saw that, it intrigued me because you know, Tom is retired. I don't want to overthink that thought because I also know just about every character that Tom Kane has voiced. And if I overthink it, then I might be giving myself a spoiler. But I also know that the minute I hear his voice, it's gonna give me all the feels. If you haven't heard it already, I am so excited for you to hear this today. Rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do. Kansas City, I love you so much. And you know, we've had some heavy episodes last few weeks, so this is just a wonderful palate cleanser, a voice made for the galaxy, my friends. My name's Hartzell. It is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Absolutely. We'll see ya in the morning. Bye. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. The KC Morning Show. We are still waiting for Tom Kane to get here. He is stuck in traffic. And it may be apropos. No, it's making it worse because I keep sweating. That Hartzell over here, who is a gigantic Tom Kane fan. And super Star Wars fanatic has never met Tom Kane before. I knew he lived here. He does live here. I knew that part. I've been to his house. Oh, shut up. Really? It's very nice. Oh, I bet it is. By the way, in the, in his basement, they have, because he's got a lot of kids, he's, he's adopted like 5 million children. So they have like a little playground in the basement, and one of the play stations is, and it's at least six feet tall, is a gigantic TIE fighter. Oh, my God. In the basement. Oh, God. You got you to gotta stop, man. It's pretty awesome. I'm going to need you to go ahead and stop. You're starting to sweat there. I'm starting like my, my heart's like where I feel the is heartbeat. he? I got, I, I got my phone ready to go. We're gonna record it when he walks. Oh in. my god, he's here! Okay, here <laughs> oh go. my god, he's here! <laughs> I'm rolling. Oh boy! Hello, Mr. Kane. I, can I leave the mic? I gotta get off this mic. I gotta get off this mic. Hello, Hello sir. Hi, my name is Hartzell, and I am a. Oh my! Nice to meet you. I actually just got oh the Yoda done. Tom, sit down over here for a second, will you? Okay. <laughs> Hi, Tom Kane. Hi. Hello. Hello, Tom Kane. Grab a microphone. And he's got Grab a, your headphones. And he's got a Chili Pepper shirt on, so I know we're friends. What? Let's freak him out. Are you ready? Okay. Oh, you no, look, no, no. You got to ease me into this. Come on, look, man. You look good, by the way. Hi. Oh, thank you. It's good to see you. Uh, let's start with uh, Admiral Akbar. God, okay, okay. The forest moon of Endor will be in range with inv- all power to the forward shields. Uh, it's a trap. I just got to hear it's a trap. Now, give me the, give me your can. Yeah, you, apparently I had to get a can. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what this is for. Well, you'll see here. Mr. Kane, so please tell little me. little metallic sound. Hello, I'm C-3PO, human cyborg relations, <gasps> and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. <laughs> Shut up, R2, I'm on the radio. Oh, dear, he never listens. Oh, <laughs> he got the old oh, dear. <laughs> so, when you're, when you're actually recording those, Tom, do you use just a can no. for that? <laughs> no, but I, uh, many years ago, like, she's 20. 20 years ago, uh, one of the engineers came down from uh, from uh, Skywalker Sound, which is up in Marin, and he was explaining they had this, they've got like a, they call it the, the sound Bible, but they basically have detailed instructions <laughs> to replicate every sound. So there's a certain way they tweak, you know, Vader. Sure. There's a different way that they tweak 3PO. There's a different way, you know, all that stuff. 
And so I picked up an empty Coke can and started doing that. And he just, he just kind of looked at me and he just went, thank you. You just negated my entire career. With an empty <laughs> <Coke can." laughs> Thanks. Somebody who just wrote in, maybe you should have Tom sign your arm. And since you're such oh, a fan, God. get his autograph tattooed I, onto your arm. I don't know about that. I brought, we got the Sharpie. Uh, that sounds extreme. I've got this Someone did that, though, one time. <laughs> did oh, they really? Pulled up pants leg, had, uh, had uh, I think it was Clone, Clone Wars. Oh, for Yoda. I was about and, to talk about that. And I signed it. And I honestly didn't even think of what he, he I just thought he wanted to sign it because he's walking around with no pants, you know, shorts. And sure enough, three hours later, he comes back and pulls the bandage off and I went, oh! Oh, that's what you did with that. It is crazy that this is even happening. I pulled out, I was cleaning out some stuff at the house and I have uh, a copy of all seven seasons of the Clone Wars. Oh, yes. And I have it signed by Dave Filoni. Oh, yeah. I just recorded another one about two hours ago, so, yeah. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You recorded, <laughs> you recorded another what? You literally a couple hours ago. This is, this is, this is stupid. <laughs> oh, my God, this is amazing. Empire War, as the planet Ryloth falls under attack, Jedi Master Anakin Skywalker, you know. That. <laughs> oh, I know all of that. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> Because that's why that show was so innovative and ahead of its time. The bringing back the newsreel feel and then going oh, yeah. into it with the that was straight from George. He, you know, he oh, al- really? he always said that uh, you know Star Wars was just a western in space. That's how he grew up. You know, listening to you know the Lone Ranger and and stuff. And so he said he wanted a crawl at the beginning. Because kids, again, everyone thought he was nuts. I mean, really, we were like, why do you want to crawl? You know, you, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, just uh, a recap on every show and in such a weird voice. And he said, well, because uh, kids can't read fast enough to, to follow yeah, a crawl. So I want to hear it. And he just said, can, you know, can you do something like the old uh, radio dramas? I said, like, you know, Superman or, you know, and he goes, yeah. And I went, you know, I, you know, come with us to those thrilling days of yesteryear at the Lone Ranger. And he's like, bingo, oh, you're good. Got it. <laughs> so, How do you get into this? Is this something you, you were just as a, as a child? You just did voices, or yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I had you know I was the poster child for ADD before they had a name for it, <laughs> right. and uh, and now I get paid for it. Yeah, I just yeah I channeled it into you know. Uh, I mean, my, my first grade teacher, Mrs. Arnold, no joke, uh, tied me to my jump my my chair with jump ropes on on many occasions because I literally couldn't sit still. Well, that's a way to do it. That's a way well, to go so about how, it. Well, so how can I get attention while I'm tied to a, a chair in third grade? I talk. Oh, yeah. And I would make funny voices and make people laugh. And sudden, so I was like, okay, I can do something. So, <laughs> are there any the, any voices, any characters you you just kind of enjoy? Not more than others, because I'm sure you love them all. But is there any that you really just you like doing it when you get a chance to talk? Oh, well, see, a lot of yeah. I mean, a lot of historical things. You know, I like uh, I, I was uh, JFK in the making of Forrest Gump. Congratulations! How does it feel to be an All American? Congratulations! How do you feel? I got to pay. <laughs> I believe he said he had to go pee. You know, <laughs> if you go to the World War II Museum, mm-hmm. uh, Tom, I, I've known Tom Hanks a little bit off and on for years, and he knew I did all these things. So they needed to recreate some historically accurate voices um, for the World War II Museum. So I, if you go to the World War II Museum, I'm, uh, I'm uh, Winston Churchill, I'm Edward R. Murrow, oh, man. and I'm Adolf Hitler. Oh, <laughs> You know, something like that. And, this is excellent. This is and Chur- Churchill, of course, <laughs> if the British Empire should last for a thousand years, 
This will still be England's finest hour. That is so good. Did you just get chills? I just got chills. This is Edward R. Worrow coming to you live from London. You know, as the Blitz continues in its third month, the people of England are, you know. Do you have 45 more minutes for him to geek out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, My day just got wide open. Watching your reaction, (laughs) watching your reaction, and I can only imagine what it's like for Tom, warms my heart. I can't stop smiling. This is so cool. I grew up, I remember, I can tell you right now where I was. This is so much fun to watch. I can tell you right now, the first time I experienced Star Wars was the re-release in 97. My dad took me and my twin. I remember. Tom and I remember when it first came out. Well, yeah, I've heard. Funny, okay, funny. Little thing. We got to get to break, so be go, quick. But go, go ahead. When those when the movie trailer came out for the re-release in theaters, it was a all you saw was a little television, and you heard for twenty five yep, years yep, you've seen Star yep. Wars. Well, that was also me. So what you oh, heard? Was it really? Yeah, for twenty five years you've seen Star Wars like this. And now, bomb, 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 you know. I have that commercial saved on my laptop right <laughs> well, now. I'm not even kidding. Oh my, you're kidding me. This is, this oh, that's is a, hilarious. This I love a, watching you geek out, man. It, it, it takes me well, back to when I was a I little like kid. It. It's fun. Feels like home. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love All right. Well, uh, Tom Kane, the great Tom Kane. <laughs> Is and we've only touched on the voices. I'm exhausted. We haven't done. We <laughs> haven't exhausted. done. Don't do it yet. We haven't done Morgan Freeman. Mm. We haven't done Yoda. My nine year old son's in the room. You said the great Tom Kane, and he got this funny frown on his face. Like, what? <laughs> you talking about him? My dad? Tom Kane joins us in studio with Hartzell. I'm Scott Parks on KMBZ. Most impressive. The KC Morning Show. All right, welcome back. Uh, we'll do Festivus Friday coming your way right at uh, 5 o'clock. Your thoughts uh, betray you, young oh, Skywalker. <laughs> there is a sister. You have a twin sister. And now your betrayal is complete. <laughs> If you will not be turned to the dark side, then perhaps she will. <laughs> That's about as close as I can get. That's my, pretty good. My Vader That's sucks. That's pretty good. I'm pulling all this audio, Scott. I'm James, pulling. James Old Jones just retired. I am pulling oh, this audio. Oh, I wish. Uh, the great Tom Kane is joining us in studio. The uh, great Tom Kane. The voice of Yoda, the voice of Admiral Akbar. Ularan. Admiral Ularan. For those who really The opening like- narrator on the Clone Wars. A few other random characters throughout the series. Yeah, well, that's actually, yeah, 3PO is how I started uh, working uh, for Lucasfilm. It was back in the late 90s, and nobody had any idea what these weird computer games were. That's just silly. Oh, you know, who's going to do that? And so they were like, there's no way in, we're going to fly a producer to London to record Anthony Daniels for this weird thing that no one thought was ever going to go anywhere. Was that for Shadows of the Empire? Yeah. I think so. Gotcha. I, as far as I know, I've been in almost every Star Wars video game. That's what they tell me. That I'm the only one that... <laughs> That's I'm, what your paycheck tells <laughs> me. <you. laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. But the... Uh, you know, what, I mean, you, well, you know, we all do this. All, everybody that's in radio and stuff, when we, you, you know, you get headphones on the first time, you you play. You're just like, you want to hear how it sound like, ooh, I can sound like you know, Darth Vader. So, you know, I I was new to the business, and I'm still literally pooping myself because I'm I've got a script in front of me that has Lucasfilm Limited on it, and I'm going, how the heck did a boy from Prairie Village get here? Did they send you that stuff under, like, lock and key, or...? They bring it in, and they take it away. Oh, um, now they, if it's a TV show, they'll they'll email it to me, and it's coded. It's a, 
it's encrypted and uh, there's a password and stuff. Oh, is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but if it's if it's a feature film, no, I have to go back. I have to go there and go to the Disney backlot or the well, the, you, they fly you out to Los Angeles. They hand you the script, you record it, and then you leave. And yes, didn't you tell me one time you only see the parts that you're in? Yes, yeah. They wow. they they uh, they will make the uh, you know there might be anywhere from ten to fifteen people in the room doing various you know dying stormtroopers and aliens and stuff. And like when I recorded uh, uh, Akbar for the last one, they're just like, "Okay, everybody, go uh, take a break and get out of here." And Tom, you hang out here. And I'm, of course, I'm going. Oh, am I fired? Or, I mean, what, what's going on? And all of a sudden, and walks you know Ryan Johnson, the director, and I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "Oh, well, we're going to do the Akbar stuff." Well, I didn't even know there was any Akbar stuff. None of us did, and it was awesome. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, and you know they've got your script has got your name watermarked on it, and they have a security guard. The room you're in is big enough to hold like a, you know, 30-piece orchestra. It's a theater, but no chairs. You know, they just have folding chairs, So, but instead it's just us. So they they have some guy that's sitting under the screen, but he's looking at us. We're looking at the screen. His job is to stare at us, and if, if, if you happen to pick up your cell phone to call your wife and it's pointed at the screen, suddenly you get a little tap on the shoulder, and he reaches out and takes it out of your hand because oh, no you've way. signed a paper saying he can do that. This is fascinating. And, uh, fascinating. And God you help you. I'm, are are you, you happy? I am thrilled right now. Good. I'm Good. thrilled. But no, so I was just goofing around and I was reading C-3PO lines. And what I did know was the whole backstory that, uh, and they recorded some of it. And the director went back up to Skywalker Ranch, walked in with a Walkman, played 15 seconds of it for George. And George apparently was like, what? And he goes, that's that's not Anthony. Well, okay, who who the heck is that? Well, that's Tommy. He lives in L.A., so we thought maybe we'd use him for this video game thing, this computer game thing. And he goes, okay, yeah, that's fine. From the text line, I am loving listening to the heart soulgasms. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong at all. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. The KC Morning Show. I got nothing left, Scott. What, I'm One of the highlights of my day. Oh, man. It's going to be when I, I, I had to leave the studio for a second, ran back to the back office. And I walked by, and all I see is Hartzell with his head in the palm of his hand like this, smiling <laughs> like this, staring at Tom Kane. And I'm like, I go, you know what? Today's a good day. I just need to start bringing my kids in here so they can hear all this praise and adulation. <laughs> yes. You got references, uh, my friend. You definitely got references. Well, no, Scott and I were just talking about, you know, my son's just kind of sitting there with headphones on playing on an iPad, and he's like, <laughs> he, he, does, he just couldn't care less. But <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm an accountant. For, he, he's just, he doesn't care. He's yeah. just what dad. Well, my, although I must say, it was a few years back, the one time I saw all my older kids, I've got a bunch of kids, that were just whoa, whoa. drop dead stunned is the doorbell rang and my at that time 12 year old daughter uh, ran to the door and i told him i said yeah i've got we got some friends coming over you know you can hang or not or whatever and uh she opens the door and and she comes walking in and my two of my other kids kind of look up and they're literally all their mouths just were like because uh, 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 it was mark hamill it was Luke, Luke Skywalker and his, his wife, Mar- Mary Lou, and their daughter, Chelsea. And uh, Was this in L.A.? Or yeah, here? it was L.A. So oh. they were just, they were just, although Mary does come to town, they do come to town once in a while. The kind of, they don't publicize it because she has relatives that live near You bring him here. If, Absolutely. If, if they come in, I will. I will you I tell will. them, you tell them, I will, I will keep I will. my hands to myself. <laughs> <laughs> if he'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs>
He's he's a he's a wonder. He's so not what people think. He's he's hilarious. He's wacky. He's a lot more visible. And he's, yeah. He does like talk shows and comedy things. You know, he's a voice actor. Oh yeah. Oh, he's he, yeah. he's one of the I very mean, few that belongs in voiceover. Work. His Joker, one of the best he did of Joker all time. for ten years. Yeah. It was so good that I was told that that they were considering using him for the Joker that ultimately went to Heath Ledger just because of what a ridiculously cool performance it was. No way. And then they, you know, and they went with Heath and that was the right thing to do because that was just unmatchable. But yeah, I mean, he just, he's, I mean, you know, he'll walk into a room and you, you know, everyone has this image of, you know, you know, Luke Skywalker being this kind of dour, you know, kind of demure. Yeah. No, he'll walk in, sit down at a grand piano, and start belting out show tunes. No you know, it's, really? not, yeah, it's hilarious. Wow. No, he's great. He's right. just very nice. Let's do a couple more voices. And can you work in Hartzell in some of these? In some, we of will, these? Oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. Get, we'll get that with I, Morgan, when we do Morgan Freeman I just, later. I need that on the record. Uh, <laughs> and you're not my voice puppet. Oh, but, I love but it. You, you, you know, you love you it. Know How I about a little wood? house a little oh yes. he's a character from a tv show called uh what is it again oh archer yes he's everyone's favorite 86 year old heroin addict my favorite was uh he walks in and he's kind of weaving uh back and forth he's got a tray of cocktails and he is he's supposed to be a heroin addict yep. and uh he is yep yeah and uh Archer goes, oh, my God, Woodhouse, are you stoned again? And he goes, tripping bowls. <laughs> I remember tripping bowls. <laughs> are they all pretty decent people? Uh, yeah, voiceover people almost entirely are nice folks because, and, and there's just a really simple reason, there's nothing that I do that they can't find a replacement for in about mm. two weeks. As much as I enjoy what I do, and it's like it really is uh, – a job where the reason you keep doing it is because you're you're, nice. you're good and you're nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a guy uh, who was a DJ from Mississippi who became known uh, for his his mimicry. Yeah, he would do a lot of cartoon characters, and darned if he wasn't fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Casey K- when Casey Kasem <laughs> yeah. stopped doing oh like hey Scoob, you know when he <laughs> when he stopped doing uh, uh, Shaggy. You know, they they needed a, a a new Shaggy, and you know it was the you know, I don't know 10, 15 years fifteen years ago or more. So the internet was around enough, and people were like, yeah, there's some DJ that's doing it all the time, and he's just phenomenal. So they flew him out and hired him. So the guy was, uh, you know, suddenly he was doing uh, Shaggy. Well, the only problem was he was a good parrot. Couldn't act his way out of a paper bag. Oh. They, I, you know, we'd sit there in a session, and they just would have to feed him lines. They would just hmm. say this, and the director would read it, and he'd just copy so, so, it, man. So, so he wasn't a voice actor. He was a voice. He was a voice parrot. Yeah. yeah. And um, But this guy had a job for freaking life if he'd have just been less than a – and I'm not saying his name because he's an epic mm, D. Okay. D. Right. Um, he started – I mean, again, this is a voiceover guy. He started right off the bat telling – well, he he needed to be picked up at LAX in a limousine. Oh, one of those times. <laughs> he had to be oh, – because, you know, I'm the voice of, of Shaggy. I'm Scott like, Parks type. I'm like, I'm like no, dude, I'm, no. I'm freaking Yoda. I don't get a limousine. Who yes. the hell? <laughs> yes, Tom. Who the heck are you? Yes, and, I'm Yoda. I don't get a limousine. So, so they uh, – Yes, they, Tom. He just kept getting worse and worse and worse. <laughs> and, and what really what – really, 
the the fork stick a fork in me i'm done yeah. there's a guy named frank welker who was the the original voice of freddie on scooby-doo yep. and he's still working he's probably in his late 60s he started freddie at like 18 huh. and he's he's jabber jaws he's a million different things but what frank's mostly known for is he does all the animal noises all, growing up the the benji movies oh every little dog noise you heard in the benji movies was frank welker if you see a, com- a commercial that's got a chittering chipmunk in it, that's Frank Welker. So, but he, huh. again, the nicest human being ever. Yeah. Frank is just a p- prince. He's sitting there, and of course now, he, you know, he was in his 60, early 60s, and his, you know, he's trying to do Freddy, which is a higher-pitched voice, you know. And he's like, uh, some days it's hard, you know. And the director's like, nah, no, you're getting a little too raspy. Can you, can you do it? And then this, mm, from Mississippi, goes... Goes, hey, if the old guy can't hack it, let, oh, me, let uh-huh. me try. I, I can do better than that. And Jess Harnell, who is Yakko or Wacko on the Animaniacs and a million other things, came out of his chair and had to be restrained. He was about to deck him. Because <laughs> there's a fine line between copying and acting. Yeah, and respect. And respect, absolutely. But this guy had a gig that would have lasted for decades. And they said, you know what? You need to go back to Mississippi and never set foot in this town again. Good. And they did. They fired him. Good. Yeah. All right. We're going to save Yoda for the end. Do you want penguins or do you want uh, uh, Shawshank? I want Shawshank. I first met Andy Dufresne in the summer of 1932. He was the widest peep I've ever met. He was a good man, convicted wrongly, as so many said they were, but I believed him. Tell me that is not. And you can tell Miss Daisy I'm not driving her wrinkly white butt around anymore. Right now, my father is screaming in his car, as am I internally. This Tell him the story about the Morgan Freeman credit card commercial. Oh, well. That's I, one of my favorite stories that you well, got. Well, I, I dummied, I, for years, I've dummied things for him. Uh, for Morgan Freeman? For Morgan Freeman, yeah. They'll, like, I did all the Visa stuff for years, but it was him. But the, I would record it first so they could edit to it and cut to it. And, and kind of pace it, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, so he, he came in one day, and they were petrified of him not knowing that they're like, they would never, don't play it, don't nothing. They, just, uh, they would just have him come in and read it. And in their head, they'd be like, well, we need to go a little faster, a little slower to match the thing Tom did. And one day there was some filling in engineer or something. And he goes, well, let me play you back what you did. And uh, you can, you know, match that. And he goes, I, I, I didn't do anything. And he's like, well, no, I'll, I'll play you the scratch track. And he goes, I, I've never, never done a scratch track for Visa. And he's like, well, he's like, well, no, here. And he plays it. And they, about then, the producers walk in, and they're just going, oh, God, oh, God. Because they thought he might get mad right, or something. Right. And he's just such a cool guy that he was like, so who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, well, it's this guy named Tom Kane, and, you know, he's, he just, we just have him do it. And he goes... Well, why the hell don't you just use him? Yeah, and they did. <laughs> well, for one, yeah, yeah, I did. He was in a car accident. You're saying that Morgan Freeman lip-synced you? Uh, Essentially? Kind of, yeah. I mean, you couldn't see the lips, but he uh, paced I, but, but like in the commercial, like if it was on a radio oh, show, or a yeah, station, yeah. it was Tom Kane. Maybe it's the extra effort. Maybe it's this. Maybe, or maybe she just wanted it a little bit harder. But Visa, it's everywhere you want to be. <laughs> 
Well, my I got his son. I fooled his son Alphonse. I had just recorded some. I have a I kind of I have a deal with his his uh, agent. I talked to years ago because there are a few guys in the country that try to sell themselves as cheap Morgan Freeman, which I would never do. I mean, like first of all, I don't want to get sued for a, for a few hundred dollars. There's a market for Morgan Freeman. There's a few guys that fortunately <laughs> they're not very good. But I actually I just I just did a couple that were on the Ellen Ellen Show and Jimmy Kimmel. They they use me every couple of months. If you think that's Morgan Freeman, that's actually me on the Ellen Show. <laughs> Is that right? But the um, no, and this this guy was literally sending out emails to ad agencies saying, "Don't spend a million dollars on Morgan Freeman. I'll do it for a hundred dollars." You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, are you. So stupid. And, uh, you can get in big trouble for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, anyway, the, his agent, uh, I get a phone call from William Morris, you know, in Beverly Hills, thinking that's me. And I'm like, no, I, wouldn't, I would never do that. What, what? First of all, do you think I charge $100 for anything? <laughs> and, and, and second of all, I, well, I wouldn't disrespect the man that way. It's right. like, that's, just, yeah. that's just, just awful. And he's like, he goes, well, we thought it was. But, but anyway, I said, no. I said, here's the deal. I only do things that get him work. Right. I, you know, if it's, it's, I do trailers for his movies. I, I do commercials where they're using me to pitch the client on spending half a million dollars on Morgan Freeman. You know, so I'm like, that, that's all I'm really doing is making a few hundred dollars so that they can pitch someone to pay him a few hundred thousand. And the agent was like, oh, OK, that's 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 fine. All right, we we, we got to get to the break. The great Tom Kane. But before we go, can you say something like in Morgan Freeman's voice? Uh, I love being on the air with my main man, Hartzell. If there's one thing that I found is as true as the sunrise, it's that I like being on there. With Hotzel. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I can't talk. Uh, from the text line. If you say that you Tom, you're not a voice puppet. You know that, right? Oh, thank you. But uh, they want to know, can Tom do some Disney stuff for us? Well, I don't do many Disney characters. Um, I've just never... You know, they're, they're a company that has had their sort of stable of people. You say that, but you're in Star Wars. That's right. Well, you, you are in Disney. Well, Disney now guy. they are. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. But, but you know, gorsh. I guess got good goofy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the guy who's now Mickey Mouse was just here a couple of months ago. He came over for dinner, but he's, uh, you know, he's like late 20s. The guy 30s. who does Mickey Mouse is in his 20s now. now yeah, and he, he worked at Hallmark. No he, way. Yeah, he would get lots of laughs and attention. <laughs> At his phenomenal Mickey Mouse, and somebody, you know, like put a chunk of it online. Someone at Disney, uh, when uh, Wally, I was Wally Winger, Wally was getting too old to do it. Someone said, Well, there's this guy on the interwebs that <clears throat> sounds just like Mickey Mouse, and they flew him out there and signed him well, you up. Know, you know, that's how Journey got their new lead singer, uh, Arniel Pineda or something oh, like yes. that. Yeah, yeah. He, would, he yeah. would. Isn't he an Asian guy or Filipino? He's Filipino. Filipino. Yes. And, and he would put. Uh, videos of himself singing Journey songs on the internet and he's dead on YouTube. On, isn't he? Oh, he's spot. I've seen him. He's spot on. But question is that acting or just copying and pasting the songs he sings? Well, he he does the, a good Steve Perry. But that's my. You know, that's what that's what I do. That's my career. I mean, there's some uh, uh, there's some voiceover guys. Most of them, I would say. They do try to come up with a new spin something, you know, SpongeBob, you know, Tom Kinney. They're, most most of the voiceover guys in the industry are stand-up comics, and they got into voiceover because if you want to get anywhere on a national show, if you want to be on the Late Show or Kimmel or whatever, you have to live in L.A. If you're a stand-up comic, I mean, yeah, you tour, but you live there. You have an agent there, and that same agent also reps people for commercials, movie trailers. 
cartoons, mm -hmm. video games. So when they find out they do all these wacky voices, they just start sending these stand-up guys out to, you know, to, for auditions and voila, that's, but that's almost everybody. The only person I know that wasn't a stand-up before he got discovered is Jim Cummings. who's Tom Winnie, Winnie, Well, yeah, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. And he was working at a Hollywood video. And an, ag and an agent just he he was just joking around there you know there's you know tv screens around the ceiling and you know something came on from a disney movie and he it was winnie and he's like, oh bother you know did whatever you know and she, about the fifth time she heard him doing this she goes do you, do you have an agent and he goes for what this is guy at a video store uh, from the text line real quick That's um, somebody get better get hartzell a new pair of pants <laughs> yep this is yep. awesome. Uh, Hartzell has just melted into a giant puddle onto uh, the carpet. How awesome is this, huh? <laughs> you guys geeking out on Tom is actually kind of cute. Oh. I always love when Tom is on, but this one has been priceless. Thank you. Well, thank uh, you. And Tom, we get this one every time you're on. So answer it as honestly as you can. Yeah, sure. Uh, Tom, my daughter is desperately wanting to be an actress, mm -hmm. not a voice actress, an actress. Uh, do you have any advice for her? Well, uh... First of all, I would need to know the age of your daughter. If it's a kid, I would say don't do it because um, she'd be surrounded by a bunch of uh, really icky people uh, that, that, that would have thoughts about her that you don't want anybody having thoughts about your daughter. Okay. Is that, um, it's, it's that prevalent, really? Yeah, more so with guys. No The way. casting couch uh, is mostly run by men now, and so your you know, 12-year-old, 13-year-old boys are Let, more... Let's assume she's 18. Then... She'd have to find out if she's any good, you know, take some classes, especially improv. There's nothing that'll help you succeed as an actor, an actress, or a voiceover person better than just lots of improv because you have to think on your feet and you're in front of people flying by the seat of your pants. You're going to fail. You're going to make an idiot out of yourself. You're going to do all kinds of things. And if you get used to the point where you don't care... You know, you got 30 people in front of you watching you screw up or succeed or whatever. You've, after a while, you don't care anymore. And that's one of the things that people find so hard. They get terrified. They're like, they go to an audition and there's 12 people going, okay, read this like a French chef, you know, <laughs> and you don't give your best performance. But yeah, improv classes, whatever. And again, it depends what kind of acting. If she wants to do theater, like live theater, well, the, that exists in 50 cities. She'd go to Atlanta. She could mm -hmm. do it, you know. All kinds of places. If she wants to do film, she's got to go to Atlanta or uh, L.A. I hope I made your day. This is awesome. I hope he made your day. Uh, <laughs> I could stay? Before we get to, you can stay as long as you want. Oh, right. Before we get to the news, right. uh, Sean Connery. Oh, there was a time when I met Sean Connery, and he made me try to do his voice because he said he knew I did, and other people try it all the time, and it sucked. So I leaned over and whispered in his ear, it's a bit of Sean and he stood back and he goes, it's not bad. I've heard better. <laughs> and, and before we get to the news, we've Man. promised it all out. Oh, yes. The great Yoda. Greetings, Hartzell. Search the force and a tremor I have felt. It was you. Your ego just busted a planet. <laughs> Spot on, Yoda. Spot on, Yoda.
You're listening to the KC Morning Show.